It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and as we continue to keep our eye on uh, what will happen this evening in the United States Capitol as President Joe Biden gives his first address to a joint session of Congress. Uh, of course, uh, a lot of the messaging that he will share in this speech will have been poll tested, <laughs> message tested in a host of different ways. And in in many ways, that's a that's an interesting thing that's become part of uh, the conversation and part of the preparation. Uh, but often it, it falls short. Uh, often it's just that top line. Oh, everyone agrees on this. Uh, and then you kind of make your case around it. Uh, such things as uh, we have heard about bipartisanship. Uh, and while that bipartisanship, everybody always says, oh, that's great. Uh, but now we've redefined what that actually means. Uh, it could mean a, a random mayor in an obscure place somewhere in America who's of the other party. But if that person agrees, then you've got bipartisanship. Or if you have 52% of Republicans agree that uh, it's important that we have chocolate milk on Thursdays, then you've got a bipartisan deal. So the, the bipartisan doesn't have to be members of Congress anymore. We've redefined it. Uh, and that's why our, our next guest is always where I go for clarity and certainty. Uh, when all the numbers and all the leverage points are being pulled, our good friend Scott Rasmussen joins us from Florida today. And uh, Scott, I know there's going to be a host of messaging. There'll be a host of flash polls coming out of this. Uh, what should we be thinking about going uh, going into this conversation with the president tonight? Well, you know, I, I had to chuckle. You said it right. Everything that will come out of tonight will have been poll tested. I remember back in the 90s, I would just for fun uh, test the top issues in the nation, and then I would compare them to what Bill Clinton would talk about the next night. And it always worked because he was very aware of it. And now that's just sort of uh, the way things go. Unfortunately, you know, the phrases don't always connect with the meaning. And uh, so, you know, if you have an issue like the Green New Deal, uh, you may hear lots of people talking about wanting to protect the environment. And, and let's face it, we all do. There's some that's a very important part of, of the way Americans view the world. Uh, but when you start getting into policies, uh, the first question you run into is how much are you willing to pay for it? And the answer is uh, about half of Americans say they're not willing to pay anything yeah. uh, to help fight climate change. And the rest are generally saying 50 or 100 bucks a year. And, and what I guess that means for tonight is we're going to hear a lot of good phrases, but probably not much change in the overall political dynamic. Mm, fascinating. I, I know if you look at some of the things that are contained within the American Families Plan, again, a very good poll-tested name of the bill. They're doing really right. well at this at the White House right now. Uh, and there are things like, you know, pre-K education and child care. And if you if you go through and uh, and look at those uh People are saying, oh, that's a good thing, that's a good thing, that's a good thing. But can you drill down just a little bit on this idea that uh, if you drill down further and ask about what are you willing to pay or give up or what are you willing to, to cancel, uh, everything kind of changes a little bit. 
Absolutely. You know, a lot of people listening to us right now would love a chance to meet and have a discussion with Boyd Matheson. But if I said, would you do it and pay a thousand bucks? Well, there's probably a lot less people interested. <laughs> Not even my mother um, would pay that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, uh, I mean, that's, there's a uh, you're absolutely right. The names are well tested. The themes they'll talk about are well tested. Uh, sometimes it's a cost issue. Sometimes it's something different. Um you know, Medicare for all proposals, very, very popular on the surface. But uh, when you heard that when people heard that Bernie Sanders plan would uh, remove private insurance companies, ban private insurance companies, well, support fell away. And with all of these things, politicians and by the way, both parties, not just yeah. Democrats, not just the Biden administration, uh, they pick the popular parts. They want to talk about it um, and they try to pretend the rest doesn't exist. And that's really where the challenge is. You know, what are the significant portions of a bill? Um, And you have to, when you're polling on this, the great challenge is most people aren't aware of the details. You know, if you ask about the president's infrastructure program, people have heard a little bit about it. Uh, Infrastructure, you know, conjures up some images of roads and bridges and work being done there. Uh, but, you know, about a third of the, that, that plan really goes to that topic. So if you're polling on it, what do you do beyond saying, do you like his plan? How much information do you provide to, um, to, to your respondents, to your survey participants, to get a real gauge of what's going on? Um, and that's always the challenge, um, to get a fair read on it, given the fact that the policies uh, are always more complex than the top line, and that voters are often not aware of the details. Mm, yeah, so important. So uh, we're going to put you in the in the room now. Uh, you're you're with President Biden today, and again, I don't, it doesn't matter about political party. If if there was a message, a direct message uh, to the American people that would actually change a difference in terms of the trajectory of the country, uh, what would you say to the president? Say, hey, here's here's a message. Probably not poll tested. Probably nothing any American will ever ask for. Uh, but if we all do this, uh, it would make a change for the country. What would what would you tell the president? Well, if I if you're if the question is asking about changing the trajectory of of the administration and the way things are going, what I would say to the president, and always, by the way, you know, actions speak louder than words. I would tell the president that uh, you should come up with something substantive that you can agree with. Rep- thing with a supermajority vote, whether it's you'll make concessions on the infrastructure plan or some other, but something to show that uh, there's a lot more than just talk behind your desire to unify the nation. And the reason I say that, it is poll tested. Since the president took office, a growing number of people think the country is getting even more polarized. So I would, if if you take an unusual step to build that coalition, that would probably pay a lot of benefits. Uh, the other thing I would tell the president is nothing you say tonight is going to change your job approval rating. Uh, you know, presidents uh, 30, 40 years ago got huge bounces from speeches. That's because just about every American watched and the other side didn't have a rebuttal. Uh, not very many Americans are going to watch the president tonight. Uh, I mean, it'll be bigger than your radio audience, but it won't be a uh, uh, an historically big number. And most, and we know this, that most of the people watching tonight will be Democratic partisans and political professionals. So there's not a lot of people out there for the president to persuade. Mm. Uh, and again, that's why you'd want to have something substantive that could go beyond this one night. 
Yeah. Uh, just real quick, 30 seconds, uh, Scott. Uh, one of your uh, polling pieces came out this week talking about uh, that a lot of Americans, I think it was over 60 percent, uh, were were genuinely worried about the spending of government and increasing the size and scope of the government. How does that factor into what the president's laying out? That's always the uh, the big challenge for people playing out a uh, planning a big new program. They want to talk about let's just tax the rich. So again, we can give you something that you don't have to pay for. Uh, but consistently, year after year after year, voters say that yes, we'd like some new programs. We'd like the government to offer new services, but we want you to pay for it by cutting other government spending. Um, and that always becomes an obstacle to moving forward with an ambitious new agenda. Uh, great insight, as always. Scott Rasmussen joining us on the line. Uh, Scott, enjoy tonight, and I'm sure there'll be some numbers that will follow uh, tonight that we'll have to check back with you on and get a little idea of what's happening around the country. Sounds great, boy. All right. Scott Rasmussen, independent pollster. Uh, again, great perspective in terms of kind of the poll testing, the planning in terms of messages and language. Uh, to me, the real test is, can can President Biden do something? Can he offer up one thing that you really could go into the United States Congress and get an overwhelming majority to buy in? Is there something you could get 70, 80, 90 senators to come together on uh, as a show of good faith to the country that, look, we can do this in public. We can do it where you can see it. We can amend it and debate it. And then we can vote on it and we can get to something that is good, not just for the politics, not just for the parties, not just for the politicians, but for the American people. And ultimately, that's what we're hoping to see. That's what we're hoping to hear as uh, we get ready for the president's speech tonight to a joint session of Congress. We're going to go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour news. Of course, there will be a rebuttal, a response to President Biden comes from an interesting source. Senator Tim Scott. From South Carolina, an amazing story from Cotton to Congress. We'll talk about it coming up next. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.